Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. For the first time since November 2010, the Reserve Bank of Australia have increased the cash rate, aka interest rates, from, and it's probably the interest rate in Australia, from 0.1% to 0.35%, increasing it a quarter of a percent, or in the money world, 25 basis points. Now, in a nutshell, what the hell is the RBA? And I thought, hey, Let's get a concise statement from the RBA website. The Reserve Bank of Australia, RBA, is Australia's central bank and derives its functions and powers from the Reserve Bank Act, 1959. Its duty is to contribute to the stability of the currency, which is the Australian dollar, full employment, and the economic prosperity and welfare of the Australian people. It does this by conducting monetary policy to meet an agreed median turn inflation target, working to maintain a strong financial system and efficient payment system and issuing the nation's banknotes. The RBA provides certain banking services as required to the Australian government and its agencies and a number of overseas central banks and official institutions. Additionally, it manages Australia's gold and foreign exchange reserves. If you haven't already, go back and have a listen to episode 516B. It was just on last week. And I talk with Jody Fitzgerald from Morningstar around inflation and interest rates and whatnot. So basically, in a nutshell, if the economy is really pumping along, the Reserve Bank of Australia have a big lever and that's called interest rates. So to slow things down, we increase interest rates to stimulate the economy. So we're talking about people... Uh, borrowing money to invest into business and their homes and, you know, these big things, if we need to stimulate the economy and get money moving more, the Reserve Bank of Australia, they reduce interest rates. Now, coming out of the global financial crisis where everyone was gun shy and I don't want to spend any money, I don't want to do anything because it all could fall in a heap again, the Reserve Bank constantly decreased interest rates down to 0.1%, which is really low, right? Now, that was basically all they could do. So, we're at the point now where things are starting to look really good. We've heard, you know, unemployment is at 4%, which is basically everyone's got a job. We know that inflation's going nuts because of uh, the cost of living and the war in Ukraine that caused a lot of issues, particularly around fuel. So, this is why the Reserve Bank said it's time to actually pull this lever to try and just slow things down a little bit. But this episode, I just wanted to have a bit of a practical chat about what it means for you and what we can do to control what we can control in our world, right? So, basically, 
I looked at my current mortgage rate and basically my current rate is 2.44%. And I got an online calculator and increased it by 0.25% just to get a, a loose amount that it could increase by. And I, I did it based on a new mortgage at 25 years, starting at 2.44% interest and increasing it to 2.69%, uh, including principal and interest on the loan. So if you had a $500,000 mortgage, it would approximately be $63 per month increase, $600,000 mortgage, $75 per month, $700,000 mortgage, $89 per month, $800,000 mortgage, $100 per month, $900,000 mortgage, $114 per month. And if you had a mortgage of a million dollars, it would increase by an extra $126 per month. So you can see here, as a practical way to slow things down, um, the Reserve Bank just increased the rates. We have to pay more for our money, which means we've got less money for other crap. Now, this is weird because everything else is going out of control. And if you do go back to the episode I did last week with Jody that I referenced earlier, she'll talk about how this stuff can spiral out. So, what I want to get to is, you know, a lot of you have a mortgage of $700,000, right? So, if we go 89 times 12 equals $1,000, yeah, so you're looking at an extra $20.54 per week, real cost of what it's going to cost you. Now, is that a game changer? Well, maybe, maybe not. But I want to really talk to you about what can you do in these situations? We know that 0.1% was crazily low and interest rates were only ever increasing. There's some of you listening that this is the first time in your adult life that you've seen an interest rate increase. So, this is why we're always so, so vocal about before you start buying a house, before you start investing, before you do all that crap, you've got to get your sound financial house in order because you've got to be able to withstand any changes like this. But what can you do? I think it's important, particularly, and there was a comment in the Facebook group yesterday about inflation and people's uh, emergency funds. I think we just need to be hyper-vigilant with our own personal budget and control the things that we can control. Now, we can't control interest rates to a point. Sure, I can refinance and get a lower rate commercially with a bank. That's fine. But if I'm on a if I'm on a good rate, I mean, my interest rate 2.44, I was pretty happy with it. It's a variable rate. I'm not going to shop around for a, a better interest rate because it, it just... I don't think there's going to be much out there. Uh, so, I've got to now control the things that I can control. I can't control fuel prices to a point. Like I can look at the fuel lock, lock apps and, and all that stuff. I can't control my electricity to a point. So, all this stuff means just in all these different line items in our budget, you really have to control what you can control. Now, with our budget, and for those who have the book, you can go back to page 31. I talk about pulling a budget lever, and there's basically only four levers you can pull on your budget. So, you have more money to either throw at your debt, to throw at your goals or whatever, and particularly around getting out of debt. But I think it's important because this goes back to controlling what we can control. 
So the four main levers in our personal budget, the first one is increasing your income. So how can you increase your income? Can you ask for a pay rise? If you've done the hard work, that is. If you want to change career, now is the best time because there is such the fight for talent. If you want to change jobs, now is the best time because it's such a fight for good people. Increase your income. If you haven't had a pay rise for 15 years, might be worth asking the question. I know if you're in the government and you know community services and all that, it's a bit tough, but can you at least investigate what that looks like? The second lever that you might have to pull is decrease your savings. So you might be saving $100 per week for a goal to, you know, go on a holiday. Well, we know that on a $700,000 mortgage, if your bank passes through the full increase and your mortgage is $700,000, we know it's going to cost you an extra $20 a week. That's got to come from somewhere. Now, it might have to come from decreasing savings. It might have to come from increasing your income. The two other levers might be reducing costs. So, I like to think about line items in the budget and you might have a line item and I just use this as a practical example because it's just a real easy example. I'm not saying everyone cut your bloody gym membership and all this, but as a practical example, reducing costs could be my line item of exercise. I've got a gym membership, I've got a personal trainer and I go to Pilates at a private studio once a week. It may mean that I have to reduce one of those costs in that line item. So, if the Pilates class costs me $20 a week and I know that my mortgage is now $20 a week more, well, I could reduce that cost. The fourth lever is to cut something out completely. And you might say, I'm just going to find a friend in my area and just go for a jog every morning at no cost, just for a, a little while, just so I can really start to bank some money, save some money because of the cost of living and all that. So, again, I'd I've got a gym membership. I'm not saying do that. I'm just using that as a real practical example of reducing a line item costs or cutting out a line item completely. So, what does all this mean? Well, if you don't have a house yet and you are looking to buy another house and get a loan, I really want you to talk with your mortgage broker and just maybe understand what the costs would be of the mortgage if rates increased another two and a half or 3%. Simple as that because we know it's only going up. Talk to your mortgage broker about fixing and all that stuff if you did want some certainty. I personally, all my loans are on variable. A lot of economists I've talked to said that their loans are on variable because their view is you can't beat the bank, but fixing a portion or some of your loan, it can just provide that certainty and it can just be one of those things that you might be able to control. So, In this climate, and we're going to leave now, and I did mention that I was on the lounge earlier. I've actually been quite unwell today and yesterday, so I'm, um, yeah, I'm I'm just going to leave now. But I just want to jump on and really encourage you that, is it the end of the world? No. Does it suck? Yes. But we need to be hyper-vigilant with our own personal budgets in this climate. You know, who would have thought fuel would be over $2 a litre? It's crazy. Like everything's crazy. I went to a cafe the other day and I I was going to get a can of Coke and it was $4.50 and I just didn't do it. I just, and it's not because I don't like the business. It's just because things are ridiculous at the moment. 
I, the thing that I worry about as a consumer is that if all these businesses are increasing their prices at the moment and then inflationary pressures do get back under control with some outcome in the Ukraine and outcome with fuel prices, like as a business owner, it's going to be hard to reduce your prices again. But I think that kind of leads into, well, you know, hopefully competition can come along and all that stuff. But I just want to say, you know, we do understand that a lot of people are trying to get into a home, have a mortgage. I mean, the rental crisis is real. It's wild. Uh, But yeah, that's the long and the short of it. How does the RBA cash rate affect me? Well, going to cost you more, probably at least $50 a month for any mortgage holder. If you do have savings in the bank account, well, you might get a bit of a, a perk up on your on your savings account, which is cool. So that's that's one good thing for those who are saving money in interest accounts. And this is our crap, like it's unbelievable. I've got a business online savings account, right? I kid you not, I just like kid you not, the interest rate on it is 0.01%. Like I kid you not, it's basically nothing. So for those who have savings, um, we hopefully should see interest rates increase on savings accounts. but. I just wanted to really say we've just got to control what we can control and go back to your sound financial house. It's on page 70 for those who have the book. Have a look at your four foundations. Have you been sloppy in the last few years and started to get a bit of consumer debt? Do you need to go, all right, this is a come to Jesus wake up call. I need to get back serious. And I know a few people don't listen to the podcast constantly and You drop in and drop out and that's awesome. Don't care. Um, I actually was at a cafe the other day and someone's like, I used to listen to your podcast, but I don't have to now because we bought our house. Well, if you've dropped back in to listen just to this, you know, interest rate thing, my challenge is, have you been a bit sloppy? Have you got old habits that have crept back in? Is it now time to go back to the Sound Financial House and get out of debt, get your spending plan under control, get your emergency fund happening, make sure you're insured, all the basic stuff because... This stuff is what matters. Hey, thanks for having a listen this afternoon. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you would like some other giving options or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to thelifeyoucansave.org.au. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.